0: There must be a better way, there must be a better way to describe things, to arrange words, in a new way to use words to take you to a place beyond words. There must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you guys doing? You know who it is, it's Forest Hall, and... This is Real Church Matters where we talk Real Church Matters because, of course, Real Church Matters. I will. Uh, I hope everybody's doing well. Took a week off. I miss you. I'll get into it in a second. Uh, Why? Um, Just here solo. So you know what that means. If you're listening, this is a solo pod. And... Some of y'all might cut it off, (laughs) but for those of you who don't, I appreciate it. Shout out to each and every person who listens. Uh, Shout out to those who listen and share. Shout out to those who have listened since the first episode. Shout out to those who have not listened since 2017, but have gone back to listen to episode one all the way up until episode one sixty. I'm blessed. Hope you're blessed. What else? Housekeeping. Of course, if you're listening, you know what a podcast is, but the easiest way to share the podcast with others is to tell them to go to realchurchmatters.com. That's the easiest way to share. I appreciate you sharing. Keep sharing. Go share. And, uh, shout out to each and every state and country that is listening. Uh, Appreciate it. I am appreciative of the listens. Hopefully, you're getting something from it. What else? Oh, I think the last episode—I forgot to say—obedience over audience. So let me just say that right now: obedience over audience. And I think that's it. Shout out to Charity, who uh, was with me on the last couple of episodes, Philip. And there's more on the way I'm not at a At a loss of uh, words That's for sure But yeah We are blessed And I finished before the song actually dropped out Look at that Sometimes it just works out So uh, Like I said I'm not at a loss of words So let me tell you why I just took a moment to uh, not have a podcast. I was about to record one and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a pause. I'm going to take a pause and reflect. I always have things to say, but the thing is I always want to make sure I'm saying what needs to be said. I mean, the topic of God, and all that he created in relation to him is inexhaustible. But uh, sometimes you just got to take a pause and just reflect. And I, I took last week's pause in with my brother and my prayers and my thoughts. And everybody else that has uh, just. The. The. It is going through whatever you're going through. And I want to be. Uh, I just want to be clear that I'm thinking about you. And I knew that when I came back and did this podcast, I wanted to dedicate this podcast to you all. And my silence was for you. And I, I took that time that I would typically do a podcast and prayed for you. And going through is not easy. But understand that going through Is life And so this might not be a long podcast But it will be um, One that makes sure that we Underscore some very important things One of those things is Is that You gotta go through And so I was talking to my nephew And I was telling him that uh, It it can be as simple as this Uh, you, You can be playing football And let's say you're practicing on the field and you get sick and pass out. And I asked him, like, what's one of the reasons did somebody pass out? And he said, a dehydration. And I said, so if this player passes out from dehydration, whose fault is it? Is it the coach's fault for not making sure he drunk water? Or is it his fault for not drinking water? And he said, it's, it's his fault. So all the coaches can do is remind him. And he said, they can remind him, but that doesn't mean he'll do it. And I told him, bingo. And so I said, let's replace game with marriage and player with spouse. And if somebody faints, it drops out of a marriage, and this is just an example, We have to understand it's not because of the other person, though they may say it is. It is because they have fainted. And they are fainting because they have not taken something that. Now, we live in a world where people love to blame their actions on that of someone else. And so that's par for the course. But, now let's take the game and then replace that with life and let's take spouse and replace that with you. If you are fainting in life. It is not anybody's fault. But yours. Because you didn't put into you what you needed to. Now, here's the thing. My my nephew said. You know, but what if he drunk water and. It's one of the things like you can ask a player and say, hey, did you drink water? And they say yes, but if you fainted, you didn't drink enough. And this is something we all need to be clear on. Life is not to be played with. The things you go through, whether you feel they are because of you. or you feel like they have little to do with anything that you did. Doesn't matter, fault is a distraction. What is understood and what is clear is that you're going through it, and in the midst of going through it, you're going to have to understand I need water. What is that water? You need God's word, and God's word needs to be useful. To you you need to use it and you need enough of it that you won't faint. And if you feel like you said you read in the Bible and you got your devotions going and you pray every night, but you're still fainting, then it's not enough. It's not up for debate. The word makes us strong. It prepares us for life. And if we can't make it through life. It's because we don't have enough of what we need to make it through life. And that's the word. I wish we can solve, uh, try to solve issues by, by just sitting around and breaking down who's at fault. and Saying, hey, this time, next time, don't deal with those type of people. Or next time, don't go into that situation. But the faces will always change. The situations will always change. As somebody said, uh, same spit, different face. But what you need is whatever can help you sustain yourself in the midst of all that you will face. And it will be diverse things that you will face. And you will face those things because that's life. That's life. And I just wanted to take this moment in this podcast and Sometimes it's good to have a conversation. Sometimes for me, it's it's just good for me to just talk to you and just have a heart to heart and tell you you can make it. You can make it you. Yes, you in all that you're going through, you can make it through, but you need to understand what it takes to make it through. It doesn't take you being strong. It takes you understand what makes you strong. You can't feign this. You can't fake this. You can't just say I'm strong. You can't just repeat that over and over the same way a person who hasn't been taken in water. Can't just say I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. They're going to faint. It's simple. It's elementary. I need water to live. I need God's word to live. I am desperate for it. Something that I shared today on social media. I said, I need you sounds so desperate. So it's only fitting to use it towards a God and not people. I need God. I don't need him in a fairy tale way where I say I have him, but I don't understand him. Where I say I have him, but I don't know his word. He is his word. Or I say I have him, but I'm surrounded by failings. See, the the, the issues are not the issue. The failings are. Everywhere I turn, I can find an issue. But everywhere I turn, I should find an answer. Not how to make an issue disappear, but how to move through an issue. Move through the issues that are here for a moment in time and move through the issues that are here for my moments in time. That's what you need. God's word. How do I process God's word? How do I process it? How do I understand it so that I can move through it correctly? It's as simple as knowing it. Knowing it. And letting what I know base and be the foundation for everything that I do. That's why I love that scripture. It says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord, lean not to thine own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. When you find yourself in a place where you don't know what to do, you have to understand nobody ever told you that you had to know what to do. Not as it relates to that situation, you have to know what to do in the midst of the situation. Stop trying to find your way out. Start trying to find your way in God's word. It prepares us for everything we'll face. The consequences to our actions. And the consequences to just life. The Consequences of just being alive. The consequences of just living. Consequences of just this being the path that God has set for before me. I don't need to know why. I just need to know what. What this calls for is always God's word. I need to understand it and I need to let it base, be the foundation for everything that I do. What's an example of that for us? Well, there's a scripture and, and that scripture simply says He will have perfect peace if you keep his mind stayed on him. and so I know that I'll have peace not because my situations are peaceful, but I know that I'll have peace because I keep my mind stayed on God. That gives me a directive. that directive influences me and tells me to keep him at the forefront of my mind in light of everything that is trying to take that real estate. I need to keep these things on the forefront of my mind. I am at a place in my life where I can see people going through and understand how hard it is for them to go through. But it, I find myself in a position where I just want to remind them and help them to understand it everything they're experiencing in the midst of their situation is feeling. And feeling never brought us out of a situation. Feeling never, never helped us in the situation. Feeling is just a response. It's a physical response, a biological response. It is not a spiritual response. The spiritual response to things is, is to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding to how you feel, but acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. Can I say something else to you? The reason why it's hard for us to do this is because we make light of God's word. And we say, it's easy for you to say because you didn't go through this. For you to say, because you don't have to deal with this. You're trying to find a way to deal with those things without feeling something. And that's not what we're saying. And that's not what we're promising with God's word. Everything that you experience is going to have a physical or biological response or physiological or psychological response to it. Whether it be fear, whether it be anger, whether it be happiness, whether it be frustration, whether it be Uh, Confusion That's the word I was looking for No matter whether it just be indifference Numb to it all Whatever it is There is a physiological, emotional, psychological, physical response to it None of those things Account for God And his word And when you take those things to mean this is what I'm going through. And this is the hardest thing that I've ever been through. You're just saying that because of how you feel. Whether it be a breakup or breakdown. It Doesn't matter. You are experiencing it through your body. But it's time for us to move to how to experience it through our spirits. That our spiritual resolve be strong enough to make it through. The feeling of being alone. Alone is a thing that we will experience. But the feeling of alone is not something you have to feel in the midst of experiencing being alone. Make sure I'm saying this right. I My body can be alone. means I can have nobody around me, but the feeling of alone can I, I can have that even if I'm not physically alone. It lets us know two things. There's these this three dimensional experience that we're having. There's the presence of body. There's the presence of mind and there's the presence of spirit. So I can physically be alone. And then I can feel alone. And then I can understand all of that through my spirit. But my spirit is not my emotions. And so when I lean not to my own understanding, that means that even though I, can, I am presently physically alone, I cannot lean to my feeling of being alone or the reality of physically being alone alone. I can rely on something else spiritually. And that is what God said, which is I am never alone because he is with me. This truth means nothing to my emotion. And this is where people have an issue they'll say literally like, hey, guys, I know what you're saying about God, but that's not stopping me from feeling this. And it won't. The Bible is not here to kill your feels. It won't. And I want to just have this conversation. Just just share it with you. Just it's just me and you. I, I'm doing more talking. This is how most of my conversations go typically. I, I'm doing the most talking, so consider this us just sitting in a room talking and you just listening. Sometimes you need to do that. Just listen. Actually, I'm going to make sure I make a disclaimer for this podcast. Find you a nice, quiet place and just listen. The word of God is not here to remove those physical responses, those psychological responses. It's not here to deaden them. Those were created. The word of God is here to give you another view. And give you something to base your actions on because you. You cannot base actions on feeling. To do so will lead to a lot of confusion in your life. It will exacerbate a trial. It will create new trials. It is not the path. At least not the one that God has laid out for you. How do we get here? We get to these places, and this is important: is understanding these things will get us to a place where we can start to be victorious. And this is the reason I'm telling you: God is not trying to remove us from these realities; He is not trying to deaden us; He is not trying to distract us from what's happening. He wants us to look clearly at it but to have a spiritual resolve so that we can have a spiritual response. In order for you to have a spiritual response, you must have a spiritual resolve. You must make up in your mind that you are going to lean on what God is and what God says, and not to what you are and how you feel. That's how we become that person that faints. And people keep telling you, pray. And you say, I prayed and it's not working. People keep telling you to read the word. And you say, I read the word. It's not working. If it ain't working, you ain't doing it enough. If it ain't working, you might not know how it's supposed to work. I remember trying to cut the grass and I'm trying to cut this lawnmower and I'm pulling on the rope. I'm pulling it and I'm giving it all I got. And I'm thinking that it's broke. And then somebody came and just pulled down one of the safety clamps. It's just a clamp. You just have to hold that down. And then you pull it. And it started immediately. And I'm like, I wasted so much energy and time thinking this thing was broke or it needed gas. I literally went out and got more gas. Um, tried to fill it up. I'm looking There's gas in there. I'm trying to prime it. I'm doing everything, but I'm not doing the simple thing. And that's how we find ourselves in these predicaments. Like we are frustrated because we're doing everything, but we're missing the one thing. I see people going to therapy. I see them talking to psychologists, to them talking to, to Friends, I see them going to church, I see them going to the altar, I see them reading devotions, I see them writing, I see them joining Zoom meetings, and I got, my family has one, and we got people in there. I see them doing everything, but this one thing. This one thing. Sometimes God is working and you don't even realize he's working because you think that he was supposed to take how you feel away. And he ain't going to take how you feel away because you're going to continue to feel away about the things that you are dealing with because that's how your body responds. But that's not how your spirit is to respond. That's not how it will respond. And when you lean to your own understanding and you operate according to how you feel, you will find yourself constantly being in the same place. You'll flex a muscle that continues to grow stronger and stronger because you will find a fleshly or a physical, a, a very emotional resolve. And that will influence your results and your response. Make it make sense. Here we go. My resolve is how I. And what I lean on. And that influences my response. And My response yields a result. And If you tired of the response, the results that you have in your life, tired of the results, you're just tired of how things are turning out. I want you to understand you got to reverse engineer this thing. And see that the root of it all my resolve what am I leaning on I've leaned on how I felt I didn't love this job no more I don't feel anything for this job no more I'm gone I didn't love this person anymore I don't feel anything about this person I hate this person I I, I just I just don't feel right in this situation I'm gone I, I, every situation that I've ever felt icky and I'm gone I'm gone I don't feel right about this I don't feel right about that when you hold people. To something other than emotion. When you hold yourself something greater than emotion, you get a different result. This week, I've been dealing with a client, and the the client just constantly is creating a scenario where they are they are saying what they need, but they're not saying, but they don't understand that. Like you're saying what they need from me. And I said, great, I can do that for you. This is what I need from you in order for me to do that for you. And every time we got to that stage of it, not where, what do you need? But here's what I need from you so that I can get you what you need from me. There was a constant thing of, I don't know that. Or "Or they were giving me halfway information. And I'm saying it's not enough. I need to know more so that I can do this right. And the frustrated is like, I just want it done. Like, I just want to get this done. It's like, yeah, but there's a certain engagement that happens between a client and a business owner. Like they we need to ask the right questions so we can be clear on what you need so we can get you the right product. Sometimes people can get so caught up and eager to get money that they don't ask the right questions and either charge wrong or they give the wrong product. And then it's a mess. And I found myself just rushing through things with this client, not taking them seriously, quite frankly, or not understanding it until we're starting to push out the wrong products, wasting money. Things are are not turning out the way they should. I'm getting new information halfway into the process, and I'm like, wait a second. I'm not moving how I usually move in this relationship between client and business person. And this is how we create the confusion in our life, because all we know is we want to be happy. All we know is we want problems to go away. And we're asking God, the owner, to do something that he can't do and won't do. And you don't understand he won't do it because you're not clear on what he won't do. Because when he asks you, well, what do you want me to do? You're not really clear on what you want him to do. He can only do what he understands that you want done and it fits in the narrative of what he can do. One thing God won't do is take it away. One thing He has done is equipped you with what can take you through. But He can't take you through either. That's on you. Well, that doesn't make any sense. You know. We live in a concept in a world that believes in Jesus. Take the will. He is not taking the will. Because he won't take your will. See, the will represents the will. And if he turns your will to him, then where's the will in that? Amen. He can't take your will. He gave it to you. It's your gift. He can't take it. He won't compromise that gift. So it's up to you. I don't care what you're dealing with. I don't care if you're struggling with smoking. He won't take that away from you. You can You cannot draw that cigarette to your mouth. You can take that away. And this has nothing to do with cigarette smoking being a sin. I'm just talking about the person who wants to quit. You wanted to quit. It's on you. You say, Lord, give me strength. He just going to remind you. that He gave you the strength. You have authority. Over everything in this earth. We all do. You even have authority over how you feel. So this was me just trying to encourage you. For those of you who are going through, my prayers are with you. Please understand that going through is a part of life. Stop chasing the happy times. Stop chasing the fun times. Because quite frankly, those are not what life is all about. Those are a welcome interruption from the work of life. Life is a work. And rest is coming. Eternal rest. We ain't there yet. So this was just a talk from me to you. Something brief. We'll get back to our regular schedule very soon. I just wanted to talk to you for a second. Real church matters. Always will. God bless.